Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 
Uh, attention passengers, we regret to inform you that flight blah, blah, blah to Las Vegas has been canceled. Uh, and I was just like, what? No. Canceled? Are you kidding me? So I was, my husband says he's never seen me walk so fast. So I just immediately got up, didn't say anything to, to Matt or Brooklyn. And I just walked straight to the counter, the Southwest counter. I was so fast. I was the first one of all the passengers uh, that were on the flight uh to to get there and so i'm like uh what do we do and she's like well we've rebooked you tomorrow morning and i'm like okay that's great well where do i stay because you know i i have no place she's like oh okay we'll get you a voucher for a hotel it's across the street and i'm like oh okay i saw some i saw like a hilton across the street that's perfect like you know okay fine it's not her fault i'm trying not to be you know mad but i at the same time i'm just really tired and ready to go home so she gives us the thing and it's this hotel that was like straight out of the 70s man i don't know what I was like, what is this? It was like so not good. (laughs) And so I couldn't sleep all night. I was so happy to get home on Saturday morning. I was just like, get me out of here. (laughs) Now, this is after a full day, Thursday at the park, Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, enjoying Disneyland, and then Friday up early for the broadcast. And that's a lot went into that. And then all day at the park on Friday. When you what time was your flight scheduled and what time did they make the cancellation call? Um, This flight was scheduled at 955 or or something like that. Nine something. And then we were supposed to board at uh, eight fifty. I don't remember. Honestly, I totally forget. But it was it was late. Oh, we were taking the eight fifty five flight, and we we're gonna get back at nine fifty five. So I think we were boarding at eight twenty. They made the call. We were there a good hour ahead of time. They mm-hmm. made the call at like seven thirty. So I was just like so over it. I was so tired. It was so hot. It was just oh like, yeah, the oh. heat. There's a heat wave. I mean, heat wave everywhere. Yeah. But it's like super hot out there in California. Was the plane there? Or just it was just so delayed. They said, you know, we're not doing this. Thing. I have no idea. I have no idea what, what was. I didn't see a plane there, yeah. so I don't know if it was just so delayed or what, or there was issues. But yeah, so it got off to a rough start. But the rest of the weekend was really great. Got to relax. Got to catch up on some stuff at home. How was your weekend? It was nice. I uh, got back Friday. My flight. Uh, I came back right after the show on friday morning my flight was delayed by about 20 minutes and and they made up the time i felt like once we got up on the air and everything and i use that flight aware app and as soon as they say that you know your flight is delayed 20 minutes you open up flight aware you can see your plane it says shows it's delayed but you can see the prior flight and you can start, start to track it like okay it was flying down from Oakland and it left Oakland 20 minutes late. So it's on its way. I know it's going to happen. So it's just, it's just literally just backed up by 20 minutes. So I had really no issues getting back to Las Vegas. And then the big thing this week, and I mentioned the, the restaurant we go to every Friday night, the bartender there has been there since the place opened six, seven years ago. This past Sunday was his final night. So we went there Friday night for a traditional Friday night dinner. And then Saturday I woke up. I was just, I was done Saturday. I just relaxed at the house, spent some time with the horses. And then we went back to our restaurant on Sunday night for our friend's final night of work and had kind of like a going away party on Sunday night. And then Monday was just work and relax on Monday. Yeah, it was a a good weekend to stay indoors, just like you said, with this heat wave Mm. we have going on. It's going to be hot again today. So we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit. But let's get the show uh, started. Let's kick things off this morning with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Cats in the Cradle by Ugly Kid Joe? And the cats in the cradle in the silver spoon. Do you want to hear California Love by Tupac? Yeah. California, California, 
want to hear Behind These Hazel Eyes by Kelly Clarkson. your choices you can get your votes in now you can vote on our facebook page mercedes in the morning tweet us at mercedes in the am or text or call us 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. There was a huge tribute show Saturday night in London for late Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins featuring tons of great musicians. The most important of them all was Taylor's 16-year-old son, Shane, who sat in his dad's seat doing the drums for the song My Hero. So here is Dave Grohl introducing him on Saturday night. He's a member of our family, and uh, he needs to be here tonight with all of us. And uh, I think it makes sense that he's going to come up and play with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Mr. Shane Hawkins on the drums. And then uh, it was all over social media over the weekend, but here are some of the drumming towards the end of the song. the drums on Saturday night. It was nuts. Uh, he had the best teacher, that's for sure. Yeah, certainly did. Uh, here are some other highlights. It was an emotional. Uh, Dave Grohl ended the show with a solo version of Everlong. Other performers included Liam Gallagher, Joe Walsh, Kesha was there. Uh, Dave Chappelle and Jason Sudeikis gave onstage introductions. And then at one point, Wolfgang Van Halen played two Van Halen songs, uh, On Fire and Hot for Teacher. He was using his dad, Eddie Van Halen's guitar, when he was playing. And then Justin Hawkins came out and did vocals on one of the songs as well. So it was an incredible tribute show. It was hard to keep your you know eyes dry during that one. It was uh, really beautiful and uh, cool that they have another one coming up, too. Yeah, here stateside, too. So a second tribute concert is on the way. Our Las Vegas Aces, the ladies, I mean, they seem like they're unstoppable right now, which is a great thing. So Sunday, they defeated Seattle in overtime. 110 to 98 was the final score. CNN is calling it one of the all-time greatest WNBA games of all time. It was amazing. I was watching it. It was I was we were screaming. It was crazy. So they what three buckets within three seconds? They were down. I mean, down, up, down, up. It was just incredible on Sunday. Like Sue Bird hit a hit a uh, uh, shot, and you thought, okay, that's it. It's over. And then at the last second, um, oh, it was who was it? It wasn't Chelsea Gray. Darn it. Uh, Jackie Young? Uh, yeah, Jackie Young. Mm-hmm. She hit that last uh, shot and tied it up. So they went into overtime, back and forth, overtime, back and forth. And then, like, at the end, they, they stepped on the gas. And it was like, three-pointer, three-pointer, <laughs> three-pointer. Everyone was like, oh, my gosh. It was insane. It was so great. They started the series. They lost the first game. So now the ladies are up 2-1. to one. Uh, The next game is tonight in Seattle, 7 o'clock. Ladies win. They'll advance to the WNBA championship. And then we'll face the winner of the Chicago Sky. Connecticut Sun Series, which is happening right now. So that big game tonight is at 7 o'clock. Kind of a short dirt just based on the time. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. 
to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1689. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. Hope you guys had a great Labor Day weekend. It is Tuesday, September 6th. They say it's the unofficial end of summer. I think uh, the temperatures on the West Coast would definitely disagree with that. It is feeling like a... A very, very hot summer. This weekend, we we stayed inside most of it. We were outside a little bit on Saturday, went to some friend's house uh, for a birthday party. But for the most part, we I was just like, oh, no, it is too hot outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what was for us on yeah, Saturday. I sat out by the pool for a little bit and went out there. I'm like, ah, you know, just get relaxed by the pool. Sitting by the pool, I'm like, oh, boy, this is, this is a warm one. Just swam for a little bit, but then went inside. It was so hot to the point where we shut the shutters. So let's, let's block all the sun from coming inside the house right now. Yeah, we, we have the shutters closed during the summer pretty much all day until the, the sun, um, the way our house faces um, our backyard, like the where the kitchen is and all that the sun rises that over in the east it faces east so it just in the morning that area gets so much sun so we keep the shutters closed until noon when the when the um sun is above the house mm-hmm. and it starts going on the other side because otherwise it just gets so hot and we were feeling the heat in at disneyland too there was uh, i didn't check the weather until it was like thursday we brought up the fact that it's super hot out in california as well and it, it was so much fun in the park but walking around that park oh boy you Oh, man, it was. It was really warm. People were trying to stay hydrated. I saw a couple people wearing their spirit jerseys. I'm like, are you crazy? I mean, it's a cute spirit jersey. Don't get me wrong, but that thing is long sleeve and heavy. Oh, it's a thicker like shirt or something? Yeah, spirit jerseys are long sleeve. Like They're kind of like sweatshirts. And I was just like, so many people were wearing them. And I'm like... What what is happening? What, I'm I'm like sweating through this really thin T-shirt here. What's going on? I left the broadcast and went right to my my Uber to go to the airport on Friday morning and walking through the park with like my suitcase and my laptop bag and jeans on and boots and I it, it was a long walk to the rideshare pickup area. By the time I got there, I was just I was sweating so bad. Like oh, get in the Uber, get to the airport, and then I feel like my flight coming out and also going back the AC. Was not the best up front. I heard the flight attendants talking. One of the ladies making the comment going, oh, but it's super cold in the back. So some kind of issue with the AC where it's really, really, really hot up front. But in the back of the plane, it was nice and cold. I was sitting up front. So flying back, I was just dead, dead to the heat. Yeah, it was it was pretty brutal. So we're going to it's going to continue today expecting a high today of 113. So uh just keep that in mind. Try to stay indoors, stay hydrated and by the end of the week things are things should cool down a little bit. My my poor daughter, she's uh she's living in San Diego now, goes to school out there and they're having a heat wave too and and she has no AC mm. in her room. So she spent like the last 2 days just like at the library sitting in there not even been studying like she, she'd do her studies she'd be done but she'd stay there for another two or three hours and just watch netflix shows because it was so much cooler in there oh my god how, so how is it for sleeping with her i don't think they have fans and everything with this heat wave and no ac is it get really hot in there or is she's, it still she's not sleeping great she says mm-hmm. and and so i was like oh man you know you you guys should cool off sooner than we will and so i'm hoping that's the case but uh yeah this weekend we kind of we made some plans she's gonna come back in a couple weeks and visit and then um me and her sister are going to go out there and uh, and then um, we're going to hang out with her. <laughs> you and her sister. Uh, what's that? The way you said it was funny. Like you and your sister, your daughter. 
yeah it was just cute that was just cute the way you said it. it's like yeah me and her sister are heading out you, you and your daughter are going out to see her see, see Sophie that's yeah sweet. so we're gonna go see her so anyway how are you doing I'm good I'm good I'm ready to get back into things it was an awesome weekend Disneyland was great uh, Friday which is a super busy day but got enough time to relax over the weekend and just excited to be back in here we have a lot going on on today's show where do we start uh, how about your tickets to go see the Jonas Brothers uh, that's coming up in November your tickets at 740 and 9:40 on those tickets we have your passes into the downtown soundhouse at legacy club at circa resorts and casino so life is beautiful is coming back and we'll actually have tickets for you to go to life is beautiful in the nine o'clock hour right around 9 15 craig asher nyman he's the head of music and live performances for life is beautiful he'll be in studio talking about this year's lineup and when it's all said and done he's bringing tickets as well to give away so lots coming up and also we have up next we have what's trending what do you got for us the weekend leaves the stage the rudest people in the country and what is the scariest Stephen King movie that's all coming up next and what's trending probably trending already we're trending well you do know that it's trending right Mercedes in the mornings what's trending is on Mix 94.1 the weekend is trending and he didn't have a great weekend he canceled his concert in LA on Saturday three and a half songs in he was performing can't feel my face when he lost his voice He told the audience, I personally want to apologize to you guys. I don't know what just happened when I screamed, but I just lost my voice. I don't want to stop the show, but I can't give you the concert I want to give you right now. He also apologized on social media saying, my voice went out during the first song and I'm devastated, felt it go and my heart dropped. My deepest apologies to my fans here. I promise I'll make it up to you with a new date. Oh, that's tough. That's tough on all ends. Tough for him to have to pull the plug on a show like that, but also tough if you're a fan of the weekend and everything that goes into going to a concert, buying the tickets, getting out there, some people flying into town for it. You're three songs in. Like, oh. But there's nothing you can do. I mean, if he has no voice, it's not like I saw a lot of, he was getting a lot of heat from people online. I'm like, what is he supposed to do when he has no voice? Like, Tell us, please, because yeah, I'm sure a lot, of, a lot of singers would like to know the magic trick on, on doing that. I saw a thing. Luke Combs, country singer, had a big show on Friday night. I guess he went too hard. And on Saturday night, he realized he couldn't go this past weekend. And so he canceled the show. But everyone was there. When he canceled, he said, everyone's getting a refund on your tickets. And he still like put on some kind of half-hearted show, gave them something. But... If you can't sing and perform, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, you have no voice. There's just nothing you can do. So that is trending this morning. Rude Cities is trending. So if you travel regularly, you probably have an opinion on which place has the rudest locals, especially if you've traveled to Philly. There's a new study out and that looked into the rudest cities in America. But here's the thing. They didn't ask travelers. Instead, they surveyed actual residents of the 30 largest metro areas in the U.S. and asked them about the rudeness level in their own city. (laughs) And in the end, the rudest city, according to its own residents, is Philadelphia. Their local newspaper, the Philadelphia Inquirer, says that Philly isn't rude. It's just honest and straightforward. So take that. Uh, Coming in at number two for the cities is Memphis, followed by New York City. Las Vegas was number four and Boston was number five. Wait, we're in the top five. We are in the top five for Ruta cities as voted on by (laughs) us. (laughs) Philly. I mean, Philly, the Philly people are unique. I'm I'm from the Philadelphia area. And yeah, there's a certain tone to the city. Same with New York City. I lived an hour and a half from New York City. And there's just there's just a certain tone about people from that area. And if you know how to handle that tone, it's not bad at all. I don't think people here are necessarily rude. I think for if maybe um, they're 
what's the word I'm looking for? The, their quietness comes off as rude to some people because I just don't think that we go out of our way sometimes to to talk to other people. Um, I do notice that um, it, it, in, when I go to San Diego to see my daughter and or when we're there, whenever we have been there, people are really friendly, like really friendly. And it always catches me off guard because I'm just like, why are they so like so smiley and talking to me? <laughs> What's going on here? And they were actually voted as one of the friendliest cities. Oh. Not the friendliest. Austin was actually the friendliest city, but I just find it so interesting. I'm like, why are you smiling at me? What is happening? What is going on? What? what, what, what? I feel weird. Help you sort of yelling. What's wrong with yeah, you? Why did you say hi to me? so <laughs> odd to me, but I get it, you know? Um, the, the other fr- most polite cities are, uh, so it was Austin, number one, San Diego, number two, Fort Worth, Texas, number three, Nashville was number four, and Indianapolis was number five. Well, just uh, the staff from San Diego. It's one of the sweetest girls that we know. She's such a sweet, kind lady. <laughs> sweet, it's, kind she, lady. She represents the city well. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> also trending this morning is Stephen King. So Dish Network, they're currently taking applications to pay someone $1,300 to watch 13 Stephen King movies by Halloween. Now, if you're interested, you can apply at usdish.com. But to hype the gig, they used Google Trends to determine the most searched Stephen King movies in each state. And here are the results. So the the most searched for and what they are calling scariest movie in Nevada and 11 other states was It Chapter 2. I have not seen it. I have not even seen the original It. Then there was the 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 remake of it in 2017 and that was uh tops in eight states uh misery and the mist tied for third with seven states each scariest stephen king movie uh i would say misery for sure i started watching that it remake in 2017 and i'll be honest i just got bored and i stopped it but i remember we had you watch the trailer for it when it came out in 2017 live on air and it, it freaked you out yeah it was too scary for me i don't like scary movies at all so i just try to stay away from them but yeah this the trailer just freaked me out and i i've seen like pet cemetery uh i've seen misery both scary I, i'd say probably just of what i've seen and i have not seen all the stephen king movies i, I i'd say misery was pretty scary the shining from it was it was based in the area where you're from but i'm in colorado did you see that movie the entire movie the shining I, I, it was same thing i tried watching it and i just got bored yeah. it was that walkie-talkie scene that did me in over over and i was just like what is this this is so boring why do they talk so slow and so i was done i could not oh, it was the worst scene in the it, movie. it was just uh, like isn't she getting chased at that point like i want to say over come help me she's yeah she's just totally calm and <laughs> Um, and they talk so slow, and it was like, what is happening here? Oh, we used to have, I'll have to play it for when we do uh, What's Trending Again later oh, on, because that scene man. is just awful. Yeah, it, I don't know. Do we want to play something so awful for <laughs> <Over>. people? <laughs> and that's what's trending. All right, here we go. Time to win. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up for a great prize. We are giving you an Apple HomePod Mini, courtesy of RCA Records. You can hear the new Marshmallow featuring Khalid Song Numb on Mix 94.1. You can listen to our show on it. You can get information on it. All sorts of good stuff. So, Caller 20, you get to play 
Heads up, right now, you pick your category, you pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our contestant on the line. It is Carla. Hi, Carla. Hi. You ready to play Heads Up? I think so. I'm nervous. Oh, you've got this. No problem. Just pick a category. Do you want to go with pretty in pink, cherry on top, speakerphone, or keg stand? Um, let's do um, pretty in pink because I like that movie. Okay, perfect. Now, Pink Cadillac Day was uh, last Thursday. So these are all things that are pink, Okay. Okay. Who do you okay. want to pick as your partner this morning? I'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay. Okay, here we go, Carla. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You get that Apple HomePod Mini, and you start now. This is a fish. It uh, swims upstream. Uh, a, a salmon? Yes. This, um, they, they're flowers. They have thorns on them. Uh, roses? Yes. This is, um, you would get these maybe at Easter in your basket. They're, um, they're different Eggs. flavors. They're different flavors. They're, candy? Uh, what kind of candy specifically? They're very chewy. Um, uh, the, uh, pass. Okay. Um, you stick this out at someone. It's in your mouth. Uh, your tongue. Yes. Uh, these are animals that stand on one leg. There's also a casino and a street. Uh, flamingo. Yes. Um, you might have this for dinner at Easter. A big old one of these in the middle of the table. Ham. Yes. You might put this on your mouth to make it a pretty color. Ten a seconds. Lipstick. Yes. yes! <laughs> What's the one I missed? Um, the one you missed was jelly beans. Jelly beans. I okay. That was really hard. <laughs> I, when I think of pink candy, I don't think of jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> good, good clues, though. So you see, you still got it, Carla. Congratulations. You just got yourself that Apple HomePod Mini. And we have winning for you all morning long, every single hour. Next hour, 740, your tickets to go see the Jonas Brothers. Back in studio, I got to keep reminding myself it's Tuesday, not not Monday. Just we were out for uh, for Disneyland on Friday, the Labor Day weekend. My days are all messed up. Yesterday, I swore it was Sunday. I was so confused, but <laughs> we are back in studio. Yeah, it was a fun show on Friday, uh, broadcasting live from Disneyland. It was uh, it was so cool because I ran into a bunch of people from Vegas in the parks on Friday afternoon they're like hey mercedes i'm like oh my gosh it's so weird like running into people outside of your city that you know or or that know you or whatever but it was fun except for like the first hour and a half of our show where um you guys had to hear our our conversations over the music we couldn't get things working out there it was kind of crazy yeah we had hot mics um for almost i feel at, at least a solid hour maybe 90 minutes there's hot mics and we got out there and we had a late start too we we were downstairs in the lobby of the hotel at 4 45 to go over to the park and we figured in years past it's pretty quick but it took close to an hour because they waited for all the morning shows to come down and then the shuttle bus came over it took us about an hour to get over there and then we went to kind of set up our broadcast we were having some issues and we knew it was going to be a few minutes so you'd stepped away to use the bathroom and Steph and I were working on a couple things and I didn't have the text line open my cell phone was face down and you come walking back and you were like the mics are hot like what 
the mics are hot, the mics are turned off. What are you talking about? And for the next hour, people kept texting, we can hear you, we can hear you. Something was going on with the mic, so we knew we knew at that point you could hear us. We watched what we said. Not that we said anything bad, but we knew you could hear us through commercials and songs. And then at one point, Mercedes went up, and you literally just unplugged the microphones. Like, this is insane. Unplug the microphones, but people could still hear us. And that's when we realized people could hear us through the laptop that we were using. The microphone on the laptop was picking it up. I just, I could not, I was unplugging everything. I'm like, how are people still hearing us? Like, and my husband was listening on from the hotel. He's like, I hear you guys. I'm like, I can't figure out how you can hear me. And then I realized, yeah, it was, uh, it was the laptop that was picking up everything. And yeah, it was, it was pretty frustrating. And we really are appreciative that you guys stuck with us and, and let us know because that is like your worst nightmare doing radio. It's just like not getting everything to work. Steph was almost in tears at the end of the show. She and I sat there and she was just, I was like, hey, you, you did, this is not on you. It was just all, it was just a mess. You feeling better after that, Steph? Uh, I think, you know, I, I reflected on that day a lot this past weekend and it was a lot to do with no sleep. I don't know if I told you guys, but Thursday night, we stayed until the the park closed midnight. Yeah. So I was running on two hours of sleep. And then on top of running late and then nothing was working. And I realized a lot of my emotions were built up on lack of sleep. I, I finally got my rest. I'm much better. So thank you guys. But man, top, I mean, top three worst work mishaps of my whole entire career. Oh, but, man. I thought you were going to cry. I was like, don't cry. It's okay. You were such a calming spirit. You really are. And I was talking to someone after the fact, and I said, we went an hour with, with hot mics. And if, if that would have been me years ago, I would have been concerned with stuff I would have said, like cursing and just angry at stuff not working. You were so calm that I became so calm. Oh, no. You handled it in such a, in a stress-free manner that, like, I was not worried about anything. So, I, like, I wasn't worried about anything we said because you were so calm about the whole thing. Well, thank you. Everything was all inside. All the cursing, all the tears, all the angriness. It was all inside. It was when I got to the hotel, I'm like, ah! So it was, I was just trying to be professional at that time. So thank you. All right. Hot three is up next. Mercedes, what do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about Telephone Tuesday. Today is Telephone Tuesday. What is that? We'll tell you coming up also this morning. Now your cat can talk to you. We're going to tell you how. And if you can do this on command, a company wants to hire you. Uh, warning, it's kind of gross, but we'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Okay, so if you call customer service today, you might be on a hold for a little longer than usual. It is Telephone Tuesday, the day of the year that businesses supposedly get the most phone calls. There's always a big spike after Labor Day weekend because everywhere is open again, and it's the unofficial start of fall, so people start planning for the holidays. Here are um, a few phone-related questions to help you celebrate. Excluding your own, how many phone numbers do you currently have memorized? Oh, I like I know my wife's. I know my home phone number, like my childhood. But I don't. Know, I don't know my parents' cell phone number. Um, I know your home phone number, but I don't know your cell phone number. It's it, it, it's weird. They, they did this poll, and almost no one knows more than five or six phone numbers anymore. Nine percent of people said zero. Forty-eight percent said between one and three. 23% said 4 to 6, and only 8% no more than 10. People were also asked to name the top features that the perfect phone would have, and the number one answer was caller ID for every number, even businesses and random numbers that you don't recognize. And um, a few more that made the top 10 include an, uncrack- an uncrackable screen, a drunk text filter, and a feature that lo- locks your social media if you've been on it. Too long. Like oh, I was gonna say they should have like a breathalyzer for social media. Like oh, no, be having a couple cocktails. Yep. Hold off from posting. Can't send that text to your ex. Nope. Sorry. Uh, also, Wait, hold on a second. Do you, so, uh, do you know Matt's phone number, or do you know the girls' from phone numbers? I know Matt's. I don't know the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I they get so offended whenever I have to fill something out with their cell phone number. I'm like, what's your cell phone number again? They're like, how do you not know our cell phone numbers? I'm like, I. You got it so, like, just a few years ago. I haven't had time to learn it yet. But And how would I learn it? I never dial it. You're just in my phone as, you know, Sophie or Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. Matt's been at his phone a little bit longer, so you know it. But the, the girls, yeah, I don't know. Steph's number? Yeah, it's so funny how that works. I remember dialing Matt's phone number, like, actually, you know, having to press the buttons. And, and so, <laughs> yeah, of course I'm going to remember his. Plus, it's really easy. It's got, like, a pattern that it's, like, you know, certain numbers that have just a really cool pattern. 
pattern. It's so easy to remember. So I love his phone number. He he got lucky on his phone number. My old home phone number here in Las Vegas, like my first go around in, in the 90s was the same thing. It was a pattern. It was it was the right hand side. And that was it. Yeah, I love numbers like that. My my poor kids, they both um they both have like uh, I'm trying to remember uh the, the, like someone has a number for someone in that was from Pahrump, and then the other one has some random number. So they get all these weird calls all oh, the time. Oh, they're getting the trailing calls. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, exactly. All right. Oh, uh, finally this morning, or also this morning. So a new cat translator app could help owners decipher what their pets are trying to tell them. Meow Talk founders say they have found a formula that is able to identify a cat's meows and translate them into human languages. It's gone viral since being launched in Japan with 17 million downloads and 250 million meows recorded. Now, there's even an Alexa-style function that can pick up on cat noises automatically, sending owners a translation on their phone when detected it it works by identifying a cat sound and linking it to one of 13 preset vocalizations and then producing the equivalent meaning in human language phrases like feed me i'm angry leave me alone and the one most cat owners want to hear i'm in love now its description reads Each cat has their own unique vocabulary that they use to communicate with their owners consistently in the same context. This is not necessarily a language, but we can use machine learning to interpret an individual's meows and translate that into human readable language. Well, that is a trip. And I wonder what our cat here is saying. It's like our, oh, it's not working. Our sound effect of a cat. I wonder what this cat is saying. Doesn't play. I don't want to speak. (laughs) (laughs) It's silent today. It's like I'm not talking. Silent treatment. That sounds like a lovey purr yeah, to me. Weird. It also sound sounds like a bird, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I, maybe it just ate a bird and the bird's stuck in its throat. <laughs> help! Help is what the bird is saying. Uh, finally, this morning, if you've got this skill on your resume, your time has finally come. A company in, Nether- in the Netherlands is looking for a part-time employee, and there's one a very important skill you have to have. To get the job, you must be able to throw up on command. It's a job at a clinic in Amsterdam that treats different kinds of phobias, like a fear of heights or a fear of needles, but they also treat lesser known phobias like the fear of vomiting. If you can, if you can do this at will, they want you to sit in on therapy sessions and help people face their fears. I I thought it was a temporary gig, but it actually sounds semi-permanent. They're only hiring because their last professional um, vomiter retired recently if it sounds like your dream job and uh, you've got some competition, they say around 100 people have already reached out and say they are interested in this one. I would be surprised, but there was a wrestler in the 90s and he could do that. That was his gimmick. His, his name was Puke and he could vomit on command. It was so disgusting. That is uh, that is frightening. and uh, But I guess if you can make that... Uh, some way that you make money. Good for, <laughs> good for you. Turn it into a talent and get paid for it. Here in the 7 o'clock hour, a couple of things. 7.40, your tickets to see the Jonas Brothers. We have them for you all week long. So 7.40, your tickets to see the Jonas Brothers. And then in about four minutes, we're kicking off the 7 a.m. Social Club. We'll be live on YouTube and also Facebook for the entire hour. The 7 a.m. Social is on. We are streaming live right now on 
our Facebook page. You can check us out, Mercedes in the Morning. You can also go to YouTube, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got a bunch of fun stuff on there, and we are live streaming right now. So you can see what happens during the show and during the commercials, on the air, off the air. That is all happening right now. So it is 6.59. We are back in studio, which is uh, it's nice. It's always fun to broadcast live from somewhere, and we are broadcasting live from Disneyland on Friday, and it's now Halloween time there, and I love the fall and all the good stuff that comes along with that in Disneyland. I will tell you, um, getting home, I was very happy to get home because has anyone experienced just these travel nightmares? That I, I know they've been happening for the past couple of years. Um, you know, ever since COVID hit, there's just been issues, whether it's not having enough pilots or people working or strikes or just delays and then what have you. So I had just like the worst travel nightmare coming back. We were flying back in on Friday night. And so, you know, we're, I wake up at three 30 in the morning, get ready for the show. We do the show at Disneyland after the show, we go to the park all day and then um, I'm ready to go home. You know, or it was a full day. It was a long one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's exhausting. It's fun, but it's exhausting. It, and added to the fact, too, f- Thursday, we went out right after the show, did the park Thursday, late into Thursday night. So it was nonstop. You add in the heat. It's exhausting. You had a great time. But you want to get home. You're ready to go home and get in your own bed. Oh, and I even made that comment to my husband. I'm like, I'm so excited to sleep in my own bed tonight. He's like, I know. So am I. So we get to the airport. Well, actually, we got some texts before, you know, Southwest saying your flight's been delayed. And it's like, okay, that's fine. That's to be expected because there's been quite a few delays lately. Then, you know, it's delayed by another five minutes, by another 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? And for a split second, there was a flight to Vegas leaving on the next game over and I thought about going over there and seeing if we could hop on that one with the delays and I'm like nah we'll be fine I'm kicking myself because right as it left they they announced that our flight was canceled just completely canceled I'm like are you kidding me so we I got stuck there at a hotel across the street that was like very old and pretty run down and you know, I'm not complaining. They paid for it. I am complaining. You actually. complain. I would complain too. I, it stinks. I, I, was just, you know? I, I didn't expect them to put us up in uh, anything fancy, but my gosh, I was like, ah. Uh. So, you know, I'm trying not to touch anything. It was just not good. When the cancellation came down, did you just accept the cancellation? Or is there a split second where you're looking to see if there's other flights out of there back to Las Vegas or the thought of renting a car and driving home but then you have that cost of finding a rental car it's going to be super expensive and then a three and a half hour drive in front of you it's a long drive to do at 10 o'clock at night we talked about that and uh yeah just with the price and all that it just wasn't worth it you our flight was leaving in the morning at nine so we're like uh, just let's stay and they were paying for the hotel but has anyone else had a, a big travel nightmare uh, especially recently with everything that's been going on, 702-364-9400. There were no other flights out. Ours was the last flight out of John Wayne that night on any airline. So, it, like, you could literally see everyone packing up and going home. Like, that's a that's an airport that, like, closes. Yeah, they close. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, they shut down so tonight. Small. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, it shuts down. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mercedes. Uh, it, was, it was one of those things. I, I appreciated my bed all the more <laughs> when we return on Saturday morning. We got home and 
I took the best nap. Oh my gosh, it was just so lovely. So yeah, I, I, I was a blessing in disguise, you know? Before I went out on Thursday, I was doing a thing with Subaru of Las Vegas here around the corner, and I was talking to the general manager. His name is Burton. And I said, yeah, well, we're going to Disneyland. The show's going to be there. He's like, that's awesome. But he was telling me about the hiccup of his big family trip to Disneyland, which they did back in May. And this was for his wife, and they got a couple kids. This was a big family trip. They were planning it for, for a year, this big trip. And the day they're supposed to leave, he's telling me that they're all at the house. They're ready to go. And one of the kids is running late. And because of that, his wife went outside. And he said to do something with the pets. I'm not sure what. But she's like, I'll go do the, out, something up back with the dogs. And she goes outside, and she comes back in, and she trips and he said she broke her collarbone. She trips and breaks her collarbone oh, inside no. on a rug. He's like, what? So the kids show up and like, this is the big trip. They end up taking her to the hospital. They go to the ER. They like reset it, patch things up. And they end up going to Disneyland anyway. But talk about a major hiccup. If it wasn't, and I said, if, you know, if it wasn't for your kid being late, your wife wouldn't have gone outside to do whatever. And he's like, I know, I know. One kid was late, so oh. she went outside. Let me go check on the dogs one more time. Comes back in, trips on a rug inside, breaks her collarbone. They ended up still going, but it was a little bit different with, you know, mom being, you know, not as mobile as someone who doesn't have a broken collarbone. Is it wrong that the first thing I thought of was, did she get the front of the line pass? <laughs> with a, does that count? or do Because you... she had a wheelchair. She was in a chair oh, because it was hard to walk. Man. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to look at it glass half full, <laughs> at least right. they have that part. <laughs> the that was the first the right thing line. I thought of. I'm like, ooh, did they get front of the line passes for that? Nice. Mom, we're going to, okay. Oh, that's that, I mean, there's that, that sucks about the collarbone issue and all that, but yeah, but you're the front of the line. I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, mom, bones heal. Oh. Front of the line passes. You can't put a price you, on that. You can't get. You can't just sign up for those. You got to be hurt. So <laughs> way, way to take one for the team. <laughs> at Dis, what's, at Disney closes at midnight. I was saying at one point, did you think about going back to the park on Friday when all your flights were canceled? No, we had already Ubered to the airport. And it, you know, it was a little ways away, but we were so dorky walking across the street, pulling our suitcases, oh. like having to cross a major thoroughfare with our... <laughs> We didn't know where we were going, but we saw the flight attendants from our flight. They were staying at the same hotel, so we're like, follow them. So we're all running behind them trying to catch up. It was funny. Uh, Okay, coming up here in the dirt. Well, first off, this hour, your tickets to see the Jonas Brothers. That happens at 740. And then here in the dirt, it was an emotional tribute concert for Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins. We have the audio coming up here in just about 10 minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. There was a huge tribute show Saturday night in London for late Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins, featuring tons of great musicians. The most important of them all it was Taylor's 16-year-old son, Shane, who sat in his dad's seat playing the drums for My Hero. So here's Dave Grohl introducing him on Saturday night. He's a member of our family, and... Uh... He needs to be here tonight with all of us. And uh, I think it makes sense that he's going to come up and play with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Mr. Shane Hawkins on the drums. And then he just destroyed the drums. Here's some of their performance. The way he 
finish the song, just pounding on the drums. It was emotional watching this. Yeah, still hard to believe that he's not here anymore. It's really beautiful to see them include them in the in the celebration of his life. Yeah, it was something special. Other performers included Liam Gallagher, uh, Kesha was there, ACDC's Brian Johnson, Lars Ulrich, uh, Queen's Brian May and Roger Taylor performed. And then you had Wolfgang Van Halen, who played two Van Halen songs, using his dad's guitar, Eddie Van Halen. And then at one point, Justin Hawkins came out and was singing with him, so it was something special for Taylor Hawkins. The Creative Arts Emmys went down over the weekend. That's where they give out a bunch of statues. They, they don't want to bother during the actual Emmy ceremony, but we now have four people that are just one award shy of getting the EGOT. Eminem, Adele, Paul McCartney, and Ringo Starr. So Eminem got an Emmy for the Super Bowl halftime show, which won Outstanding Variety Special. Adele's One Night Only concert special won Outstanding Variety Special. And then Paul and Ringo won Emmys as producers of the Peter Jackson special, The Beatles Get Back. So all four of them just need a Tony, and then they'll, they'll have the sweep. So they all have egos right now. Yeah, exactly. There's no egots. I thought this was interesting. interesting. That, that egot term was coined by Miami Vice star Philip Michael Thomas. He played Tubbs on Miami Vice back in 1984. He said he hoped to achieve it within the next five years. That was his goal. He hasn't won any of them yet, but there's still time. But he's the one that coined the whole thing back in 1984. There's still time, yeah, but where has he been for the last 20 years? I don't know, Tubbs. But, gotta, I mean, 30, I mean, 40 years. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> How long has it been since Miami Vice is on the air? That was mid-80s. Oh, my goodness. Come on, Tubbs. <laughs> well, you get better get to it. <laughs> well, my money's on Tubbs to win something. Chris Rock is now taking shots at Will Smith during his routine. He was a Liverpool with Dave Chappelle for the start of their UK stand-up tour. And Dave asked him, quote, did that stuff hurt? And Chris said, gosh darn right. And then he said, uh, the mother bleeper hit me over a BS joke. He said it was the nicest joke I ever told. Uh, they, they just started taking shots at Will Smith. So it sounds like Chris Rock is ready now to talk about it and also work it into his act as well. Mm, doesn't sound very happy. Not that I would be. Either, right, but, yeah. You know. uh, the corn song, you know, it's, it's taking over the nation. Here's, if you know what we're talking about, it's this song right here. Me? I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn. A good Are you sick of this yet? Do you still like it? Of course, of course I love it. I mean, it's so adorable. How could you not love it? I, I think we should play it again. We played it last week and people loved it. Um, we now have Kevin Bacon playing an acoustic version with an actual ear of corn. And here is what that sounds like. It's corn. A big lump with knobs. It has the juice. I mean, look at this thing. It's corn. I can tell I you really all like about Does that say punch is the remix like button? It's cold. Nice acoustic version of it for your more mellow, corn-loving, uh, <laughs> feeling days. For the Acoustic Channel, it's the yeah. corn cover from Kevin Bacon. Lots coming up this morning. Next hour, we have Try It Tuesday. But coming up this hour, you're going to go see the Jonas Brothers. We've got your tickets uh, right around 740. It's Mix 94.1. Have you ever been in a wedding that involved a bridezilla and what happened? I, uh, 
I would like to think that I was not a bridezilla when I got married. I actually, I feel like I didn't care enough that I was just like, <laughs> I don't care, whatever. Like, I, I, it just didn't matter to me because I knew at the end of the day, we whether I had this kind of flower or this kind of flower, I still was going to get married. So I just, I really feel like I didn't care enough. I feel kind of bad about it now. You were very chill at your wedding. That was like my first big wedding that I went to with friends. Uh-huh. And you were very, very relaxed. And I remember there was an invite, people wanting to come that weren't invited and you handled everything that you didn't seem stressed out at all i wasn't just because relaxed. i was like what could i do a lot of this stuff was out of my control but there's a there's a lot of brides now don't don't get me wrong i get stressed out about other things that make no sense but a lot of brides do in fact want this to be the perfect day and that's where the term bridezilla kind of comes into play because sometimes some some women take it a little too far have you ever had to deal with a bridezilla or did you get in trouble from a bridezilla there's a story that is going viral now about this woman she shared her story saying that she um she got a pixie cut uh before the wedding and she's in her sister's wedding and her sister tells her that she expects her to get hair extensions now for her wedding because her her pixie cut is way too short and that it will ruin the entire wedding I mean, think about that. Ruin the entire wedding because your sister got a pixie cut? Please explain to me how that's going to ruin the entire wedding. Well, the the internet is siding with pixie cut girl saying this is ridiculous. It's her sister, though. And her sister says that she's she's afraid that the haircut would be, quote unquote, odd and attention grabbing. So she's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get hair extensions for this. So what does she do? Does she just say, okay, I won't be in it. Or does she try to make her sister's day as nice as possible and get the hair extensions? What would you do? And has anyone else dealt with a, a bridezilla that just made an unfair demand of you? And did you drop out? I I think I would drop out even if it was my sister. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I would drop out too. Would you still go? Because she's now your sister, and I'm sure there's family photos. She's still going to pop up in some photos. I mean, if your happiness that your wedding is based on your sister's hairstyle, should reevaluate things. But she's still going to. I mean, she's still her sister. So hey, I'm I'm no longer bridesmaid, but she's still going to be in photos because there's going to be family photos taken. I'm sure. That's I mean, that's I get it. You want your photos to look nice, but. What do you think the bride has to say? Do you think that you have to abide by what the bride says for things like that? No. With hair? No. I mean, that's because it's, it's you. It's, it's, it's you're her sister. You're her friend. You have your own personality. You bring that to the, that's why you're there because you're, you're your unique self and you should be your unique self in the wedding itself. And also like with your wedding photos, when's the last time we looked at your wedding photos? I know you recently went through like your wedding video, but like we we did all the whole wedding photos. I think there's one photo that we post every other anniversary. I might post it, uh-huh. but outside of that, I never go back and look at all the photos I took with the groomsmen and the bridesmaids. We never go back and look at that stuff. When we first got married, we did. We first got them, but they're in these big books that are buried in a closet somewhere. It's so funny. We don't even look at those things. Yeah, I think we put a lot of 
emphasis on oh the photos the photos like they're gonna like wallpaper our house yeah. with them. but yeah i i can't tell you the last time we looked at them uh the woman says that she uh went back and forth and found a hairstylist near her house and uh she decided that she uh went she she liked that pixie cut look and that's why she went with it and the sister is like in a panic and has threatened to uninvite her from the wedding over this so she wanted to know what what she should do um when did you deal with a bridezilla this one says my friend at my friend at his best friend's wedding was told by the bride to cut his hair the day of the wedding because she didn't like his long hair and the braid he put in okay so you're now you're going over to the groomsmen and telling them what they can and can't do the i I did not have any rules for my bridesmaids i was like do your hair how you want do your makeup how you want. I actually felt bad because I didn't get their makeup done for them. I should have. Um, and some of them were like, I don't even wear makeup. And I'm like, they're fine by me. I don't care. But it's just, it's funny, some of the rules. Yeah, some people are so strict with certain things. And we've heard stuff about um, tanning and hair coloring and all these. Like, we hear these stories pop every so every so often. And I think there's groomzillas out there, too. We still don't hear that much about them. I'm sure there are guys that get just as fired up over stuff that seems so silly when you look at it from afar. This one says, I was told no curls because the bride was having curls. So we weren't allowed to have curls. (laughs) Why can't you all have curls? Like, ooh, look at that one with the (laughs) curls. Oh, they both have curls. Oh, my. I mean, come on. You're going to be looking at the pictures going, my gosh, Sally looks stunning as the bride with her curly hair. Look at that bridesmaid. She's got curly hair, too. Oh, she put curls. The bride should be the only one with curls. (laughs) You all have to have your hair straight <laughs> I, I, I tried perm my hair that day just just to be the, oh. the one now there's tickets for you to see the jonas brothers we have them in about five minutes we also have the hot three coming up next what do you got for us okay we are going to talk about being content with your job are people happy with their work situation right now we're going to talk about that coming up also americans are splurging on this during inflation challenges and seven in ten adults agree that this is when life actually gets better we're going to talk about that coming up next in the hot three that's megan trainer and teddy swims bad for me it's mix 94.1 and let's get a winner it's Alyssa. good morning Alyssa. hi you're caller 20 you're going to see the jonas brothers Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Thank you. You're welcome. They are coming back to town. Two tickets to check out Jonas Brothers Live in Las Vegas at Dolby Live at Park MGM in November. Nice job. Oh, thank you so much. I can't wait. Thank you for listening, Alyssa. And we have these tickets all week long. And we have your tickets to go see the Jonas Brothers coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. 940 on your tickets. Let's go. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. And the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. How do you feel about your job? While the great resignation and quiet quitting are the latest buzzwords surrounding work these days, a new poll finds not everyone is hating on their job. And not everyone is ready to find something new. According to a new CareerBuilder.com survey, 52% of workers are currently content at their jobs and not looking for new work. Overall, only 23% of 
of Gen Z, 24% of millennials, and 14% of Gen X are actively looking for a new job. As for what people like about the jobs they're in, 56% say they are happy with their work schedule. That's particularly important for women compared to men. 61% versus 51%. Other things that people like about their jobs include their colleagues, fair pay, their work-life balance, their health benefits. Of course, there are some perks people would love to get from their employers that aren't exactly common. They include a four-day work week, having their birthday off, mental health and wellness benefits, and working remotely full-time. A lot of people would like that. Some other things include paid sabbaticals and pet insurance. My brother gets a paid sabbatical. And once you've been with this company for like five five years you get a sabbatical so he literally gets to take a month off what just a just a random month off he can take i'm like are you kidding me yeah it's it's so he's gonna do like this big trip uh, across europe and i'm like well who's gonna take over your stuff and he's like one of my colleagues will take and i'm like does that stretch you out and he's like no I'm just going to go for a month and do whatever I want. He's like, you know, my boss takes his sabbaticals. My coworkers take their sabbaticals. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And that's on top of vacation as well. Yeah, he also gets and you can you can piggyback it on some of your vacation time, too. So he could actually make it longer if he wants. I know. Does it reset another another five years? Will he get another sabbatical? I think after that, you get one every two years or something like that. I (laughs) take off a few months. If that was the case here, we'll see you guys in 2023. Pretty cool. Uh, Also, this morning, Consumers, they're feeling a little uneasy about their spending, but according to a long-held theory called the Lipstick Index, beauty sales are rise during times of economic downturn. Makeup sales also spiked during the Great Depression and the recession of the early 2000s. So Target, Kohl's, Macy's, and Nordstrom all highlighted strong sales of beauty items in their fiscal second quarter earnings report that have been issued over the last few weeks. Walmart, which is the nation's largest retailer, says that it's seeing increased momentum uh, in its beauty business. Strong sales in in cosmetics, skin and hair, uh, all sorts of things. Ulta Beauty, which is the largest beauty retailer in the country, says that overall sales spiked nearly 17% in its most recent quarter. Um, The Lipstick Index, they say when consumer sentiment declines, Americans want to find ways to indulge themselves. And that's how they do it, by purchasing a new lipstick instead of pricier alternatives that they can't really afford. I saw something. I was talking about just the, the, the makeup industry in general. And it said if people, if everyone just stopped buying makeup or beauty products for like a week, it would send the economy like into a downspin. Like that's how much money people spend on, on and I buy facial stuff and all kinds of things. But if we all stopped it for a week, it, that's how big of an impact it would have on the economy. It just, there's so much that revolves around that, mm-hmm. whether it's skin or, you know, makeup and hair and just all these beauty products. And I'm a, I'm a sucker for them. If I find a good product that I love, I will tell everyone I know, like, you need to get this product. Um, and likewise, if I try something that is just, trash i'll tell them like don't waste your money on this it's you know it's the worst i use the disneyland shampoo on friday and disneyland has really nice shampoo in the hotel rooms i normally bring a shampoo with me I'm like oh, i forgot my shampoo let me use the disneyland oh, i was soft smelled good too my hair felt great afterwards so kudos to disneyland on the shampoo they use maybe they should start selling it mickey's you know? making it somewhere yeah <laughs> um finally this morning so would you agree that life gets better as you age approximately 
Seven in 10 adults agree that it doesn't. Uh, Eight in 10 Americans agree that society puts too much value on appearing youthful, according to a new study. And this after we talk about all the beauty products that we buy. Um, In fact, six in 10 Americans even avoid sharing their age in fear of being judged. Social media certainly doesn't help. 77% agree that social media filters send the wrong messages about physical appearances. Man, I, some filters are so bad. They're just so bad. And I don't get it. It's like, we all know it's a filter. Like, come on. I, I get maybe wanting to brighten it up a little bit or something. But mm-hmm. when all of a sudden your face looks completely different, I don't know. It, it It's kind of like, come on. You look great. You don't need you don't this. Need, yeah, you know? we used to have a coworker that would do, use those. There's one app that just it's over the top, and and I remember being in some photos with her, and she'd put on the filter, and be like, oh no, we don't. You don't need it. You don't need it. Or there'd be like a, an animal or something in the background, and like the wrinkles are off the dog's face. I'm like, no, it's just it's too much. Just post who you are. It's that social media mask. We all do it. Do you do Do you do a lot of filters? No, I'll do like a, like I'll swipe like is it Lagos or L A filter. I'll, it's just and it's more just for brightening the photo. I would say 70% of the time, there's no filter. But yeah. if I do it, it's just I'm swiping it. It's a lot of to do with the coloring to brighten the photo. I use, I'll, I'll use like, I'll go in the manual settings and mm-hmm. I'll go to brightness just to brighten it. Because I don't even like like the, the pre-made filters because sometimes they look so like rusty or yeah. blue or, you know, it's just, it's too much. But if you go in the manual ones and go to brightness, turn up the brightness, boom, it's all done. But we- the ones with like... You know, someone posted a picture the other day. And hey, if you love filters and that makes you happy, more power to you. I'm not trying to bag on it. But the one that someone was posting had a hashtag no filter. And I was like, oh, really? Because you're, there's sparkles and hearts all over your head. There's no filter on that. People put that hashtag no filter. I'm like, why are you Come putting on. no filter? There's obviously a filter on there. The, uh, even just with the with the iPhone. I love like uh, if you have a picture and you hit that, you know, the little wand whatever and just it brightens it up that's a nice little feature yeah that that works well too Mm -hmm. so there you go that's what's going on okay here in the eight o'clock hour uh we have for you four three-day passes to downtown soundhouse life is beautiful is coming up at legacy club at circa and this is from friday september 16th through sunday september 18th those tickets are yours at 825 when you win heads up i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I thought it was so funny on Friday when we were broadcasting live from Disneyland. Uh, Steph's husband, James, he shows up and he's like, JC, I brought something for you. And he hands you the biggest can of Red Bull I've ever in my life. It was huge. It was like an 18 ouncer. It was, it was so cute. And I was so excited about that, too, because I needed that. I needed that Red Bull. And I sucked it down when I was walking from the um, the broadcast center to the ride chair because I had a bunch. Of, I had a long day ahead of me on Friday, and the broadcast was awesome. But, yeah, that was so sweet. He knows I love Red Bull and is listening to the show. Realized it was kind of one of those mornings, so it brought me Red Bull. I was but, wondering if you were drink it though, because I noticed it was not sugar free Red Bull. Mm-hmm. It was regular. Did you still? I did. You still, you're like, I, st- I don't care. I need it. I was in that much need of energy that I still drank it. And it was been it's been a long time since I had a regular Red Bull. They used to be my go to, and I switched to sugar free sugar free a few years ago. But yeah, I, no, I still drank it on the way over to the car. And then he brought you chips. Yeah, that I I was trying to figure that one out, Steph. Why why did he bring me chips? Was it because of my TikTok? I oh maybe I was trying to figure out he's like Mercedes I brought you something too I brought you chips and I was like oh well I mean I was certainly grateful he thought about me I was like oh you didn't have to get me chips and for all day I'm like I'm like JC's known for Red Bull I'm known for chips and then my husband goes maybe it was because of your TikTok that went viral about the chips um in Disneyland and I was like oh that has to be it because I've never talked about chips before have I I don't think so, except, yeah, that TikTok. But I'm remembering now the bag had salt and vinegar chips and regular Lay's potato chips. I'm wondering if, because he knows I love salt and vinegar, that that was for me. And then yours were the regular Lay's. And we talked about those chips on Thursday's show early in the week. And then also we had one of the Disney chefs on the show with us Friday, early Friday morning. And I brought, I mentioned to him how you are known for the chips. That must have been it. Yeah. That must have been it because I was I was like I I'm certainly known for quite a few things, but chips was never one that, <laughs> that I got. Um, it, I, I've been getting uh, like an an obscene amount of messages and TikToks from people um, regarding the corn kid and my obsession with him. People sending me remixes, other things that he's been in. And so I'm, I'm known for loving the corn kid. Anything sloth related I get. Anything Yankees related I get. Um, yeah, there's a few things that I think I'm definitely known for. James James nailed it for me. So Mercedes, and what would it be for Steph? For Steph, anything dancing, Ariana Grande, uh I would throw in tacos. Yes. <laughs> I know you love tacos. I do. Uh, what else? Dogs. My baby. Sushi. Sushi. Salmon. See, I think you're more sushi than she is. I associate sushi more with you than her. Oh, yeah. You know, if we're ranking sushi, yeah. yeah, I would take the sushi title, but I, Steph would be a nice runner She's got up. the taco title. She's got the taco <laughs> title. <laughs> Anything Mexican food. I'm your girl. And then uh, for, for, I think, shoes and sneakers, I go to your husband, Mercedes Matt. He's the king. And then I also put James is, is up there. He's moving up the charts. 
to be on Matt's level, but yes. Matt is Matt's on top of the mountain when it comes to sneakers. Oh, this is the funniest thing. So Saturday, we went to my neighbor's house. My friend, uh, her, she had a birthday party for her sons. And um, I go inside to get a drink. We're all sitting outside at a table. It's me, it's just a bunch of other moms. The dads are kind of sit, sitting by the fire pit talking. And um, Matt comes and sits down next to me. And I was like, I'm going to go get a drink. Does anybody want anything? And everyone's like, no. So I go inside. I go and get a drink. And I come out. And every single woman at that table is huddled around my husband, huddled. And I'm like, excuse me, like, what's happening here? And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm helping them. And everyone's holding their phone like, okay, then what? What? And uh, he's helping them all to learn how to use the sneakers app so that they can uh so they can all buy sneakers for their <laughs> their kids. I'm sending you guys the picture. It's the funniest thing cuz I was like, look at these all these moms trying to learn how to buy sneakers with Matt and he's literally showing them, "Okay, download this app. Okay, let's get you connected. Now these are the shoes that they want. These are the ones they don't want. Don't buy these. Even though they're Jordans, they're not cool. Don't buy these ones." Like <laughs> it was just every everything. It was so funny. He when it comes to shoes, he is the guy. He's one of the go-to guys when it comes to shoes. So James should have brought Matt a pair, pair of shoes to the park on Friday morning. Oh my gosh, yeah, right. You get with all the shoes that he already has. He's like, I already got those shoes. I already got those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> one lady's like spread across the table to see what he showed. <laughs> if I walk back in and saw that situation, I'm like, what is happening here at this table, Matt? He's literally one mom ended up buying three pairs of shoes Nuh-uh. while talking to him. She's like, okay, the, she's like, I'm gonna do some Christmas shopping now. And <laughs> it, was, it was the funniest thing, but definitely he's the one known for that. Oh, I would also Super Cities give you BTS as well. You take the BTS crown. Oh, I thank you. I wear that as a badge of honor. You know, uh, Namjoon's birthday is coming up in six days, and so we have to celebrate RM's birthday. Yes. Going back to this picture really quick, notice how all the girls, the women are invested in the men are just like, oh, okay, that's They're cool. like, he, he's got the juice, he's got the juice. <laughs> <laughs> he was corn to them. Everyone's yeah. like, ooh, it's corn. I love it, I love it. Uh, so this, uh, this hour, it's Tuesday morning. We have Try It Tuesday coming up in about 10 minutes. Um, are you ready for it? I, I don't kind of know what we're stepping into. I, I uh, Vaguely know what we're stepping into. I know what we're doing, and um, it's something that a lot of people... We talked about it when it originally came out, and then recently I've seen a lot of people talking about it, saying it's amazing. Mm. Amazing is the word they're using. So now I'm curious. Will it live up to the high standard that the internet is setting for it? We shall see. Try it Tuesday, coming up next. It's about damn time. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and life is beautiful. It's happening this month, and coming up when you win, heads up. We have passes for you into the downtown Soundhouse, which is happening at Legacy Club over at Circa Resort and Casino. Casino. This passes are yours in just about five minutes here. And it is Tuesday. That means it is time for Try It Tuesday. I know, you're probably thinking, wait, it's Tuesday? Yes. Hope you guys had a nice Labor Day weekend. Today we're going to try um, a product. That is, there was an initial buzz on it, and then it kind of went away, and there's a resurgence now with people saying that this is the best of its uh, uh, release, I guess, so far. Let us explain. Uh, We're talking about Coca-Cola, 
And they put out those new Coca-Cola creations. So we've tried a couple of them. The the Marshmallow Limited Edition Coca-Cola. We tried the Coca-Cola Starlight that came out. Um, there was a Coca-Cola Bite, B-Y-T-E. I, I was supposed to taste, I don't know, like a computer or something. So this is the final world one of these Coca-Cola creations called Coca-Cola Dream World. Okay. Mm. So Dream World is getting a lot of buzz because people are saying that this is the best of all the Coca-Cola flavors that they came out with. Um, They say Coca-Cola Dream World makes the most fascinating parts of our imagination real. This limited edition sparkling beverage from Coca-Cola Creations explores the realms of the surreal, the imaginary, and the otherworldly. Experience the familiar Coca-Cola taste now with a surprising and unexpected flavor from a dream world. Whoa. This is very exciting, you guys. This sounds intense. It It really does. Now... Uh, I know we all like to watch our sugar intake, so I got us all Coca-Cola Zero. I was gonna say I Dream think, World. Does it come regular too, or is it, is it, it gives you both options? Yes, it gives you both options. But I know we like to watch our sugar intake, so I I went with the Zero for all of us today. What is on the bottle? It's like looks like there's, it's very dreamy. Look at the bottle. It's like a like I see a ladder thingy there. There's these clouds. Lots of clouds. Oh, I, this ladder. It's as if. Um... It's like this is your brain, and then you're going up the ladder to your imagination. Oh. oh. Did you decipher that yourself? I did. I That's did. really deep. That's Very good. Artistic here. It says, serve ice cold and explore your happy place with max refreshment. It's nice and cold. You feel the bottle. It's nice and cold. So thank you for having it chilled. It's good. What, so, so we're going to try Dream World Coca-Cola today. Zero Coca Cola Zero Dream World um, to see if it really tastes like our dreams. Now, what would your dreams taste like? I'm trying to think. I, I picture my dream to taste kind of like berry ish. That's my dreams, like a strawberry with maybe like a hint of grape in there. Kind of like like the cherry and, and grape Skittles is what I'm imagining my dreams to taste like. What do you guys think? Oh, I was thinking more like a metal-y taste to it. Your dream? Oh, your dreams taste like metal? It, it depends on the dream, too. What kind of dream? Is it a happy dream? Yeah, then I would say candy, like cotton candy. Is it a nightmare? Then it's 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 a metal-y taste to me. For me, I feel like my dreams taste like bubble gum. Like bubble I'm, gum. Bubble gum. And then I think you said it, too. Grape, Mercedes. I taste grape and bubble gum in my dreams. Okay, well, let's give it a shot. Dream World Coca-Cola and see some ASMR for you guys. All right, we're opening them up. Who got the one I shook up? No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I already smell it opening it up. Okay, let's smell it. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, it is fruity. It is very really fruity. fruity. I like the smell a lot. It's very tropical fruity. It smells like like mangoes and and yeah. pineapples and I feel like I'm in Hawaii. I you it smells like Hawaiian yeah. punch. Yes, it smells like Hawaiian punch. Oh my gosh! Exactly the smell alone like is it. great. The smells good. Mm. Wow! Imagine pouring this over ice too, and then the aroma and the flavor just coming out of the out of a glass. Do you want to try it first, JC? 
Okay, sure. Ready? Okay. Hold on. Let me big screen you. Okay. Let's see here. Coca-Cola Dream World. Coke Zero. Dream World. Fruity? Ooh, yeah. Skittly? Tic-tac-ish. Fruity Tic-tacs. The fruit, the, the orange ones? Uh, mixed berry. I love to I, I eat Tic Tacs all the time. I do mixed berry a lot. To me, it tastes like mixed berry Tic Tacs. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I taste the Coke flavor. Yeah, it's like, um, it's just as if like if you had, uh, yeah, if you poured even a regular Coke and you dumped some mixed berry Tic Tacs in there, swirled it around, took a swig, that's what you get. Okay, let me give it a shot here. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, that's confusing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the silence. I'm trying to figure this out. Does it taste like it smells? Kind of, but kind of not. It's like, um, hmm. it's like, uh, uh, it's a candy. I'm. It's escaping me. There's a candy that tastes just like this. I cannot figure out what it is. Steph, you try it. Okay. Maybe it'll come to me. Oh, man. Can what you taste that? it? They put aspartame? What is the stuff they put in there? Well, yeah, it's zero, so it's going to have like kind of that aftertaste. Oh, my gosh. It's very citrusy. It tastes like grape still to me. It does? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't drink any grape or anything with it. What is this taste? To, to, to me, it tastes kind of like um, grapefruit ish swedish like a sweet grapefruit i can't explain it do you like, like skittleish or no do i don't i don't taste the skittles it smelled like the skittles i don't taste skittles either i get mixed berries i don't get that at all i get total mixed berries what does it taste like i can't explain it I, I like good. it, though it's i like good. it do you like it jc yeah it's good yeah i'm not a soda person but it's good I would rather have regular Coke though than than the Coca Cola Dream World. It's just yeah, it's a it's a berryous berry flavor. The berry smell, the smell is fantastic. It smells great. I uh, see. I get more of a citrus out of it as opposed to the berries. Mm. Like I, it smelled. No, it smells like Hawaiian Punch, but it does not taste like Hawaiian Punch. It tastes like, um, in my mind, like. Um, I used to use this pink grapefruit lotion from Bath and Body Works before they discontinued it. It tastes the way I imagine, like the way that smelled, that's how it tastes. Uh-huh. Um, I never ate it. I never ate the lotion. But like if I <laughs> but could if make it, it a taste, yeah. that, that's what it, it, but it was, it's really good. I like it. Steph? I like it a lot. I, I would drink this again. I'm trying to figure out the candy that you are trying to I explain. Know. I just don't know what it, it is. Is Maybe it like a sour patch kids? Mm. But not as sour, but not as sweet as gummies. Isn't that uh, you don't get gummy bears? Like a gummy taste to it? It's it, it's so citrusy, I cannot place it. Like what's a citrus candy? I'm see, I'm not getting citrus. You're not? I'm getting the berry like you, JC. I'm tasting berries, I'm taking tasting grapes. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I I like it. I would try it again. I would I would drink it again. Yeah, I would just say like a huge uh, bowl of fruit. <laughs> like like Hawaiian punch. That's the best oh. way I, I can describe the smell, but the taste is a little more citrusy. Would it be like trick cereal in Coke? 
that kind of fruit? Maybe, fake fruit? Yeah, maybe. Fruit flavoring? That's kind of close. That's kind of close. I, I can't. I, that's so bizarre that we cannot we cannot place it. Someone just texts and they say, um, my son thinks it tastes like Trident Layers, the gum. You know what? Um, mm, there was a there was a a gum that was like citrus flavored that is now kind of coming to mind. Fruit, uh, the fruit bizarre. stripes gum. Remember the fruit stripes fruit gum. Stripes gum. The flavor. It was so oh, flavored for ten seconds. Yeah, and be gone. <laughs> is that the one with the zebra? Yes, yeah, yeah. That lasted for ten seconds and then it was gone. And you got to put another stick in to get <laughs> yes. the flavor back. Next thing you know, you're thirty six. Uh, thirty six deep in your mouth. Oh my gosh! But yeah. So what would you guys do uh, for? For Coke Dream World, would you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Um, I would give it a thumbs in the middle. If I'm going in to buy a Coke, I would not buy that. I would get regular Coke first. I liked it. Thumbs up for me. I would buy it. I give it a thumbs up too. Once I figure out what the taste is, I'll it'll even be a higher one. But I liked it. It's it's. I'll probably drink a, a few more swigs of this. Uh, especially since it's zero. <laughs> There's no sugar in it. But yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It's confusing, but I liked it. Yeah, if you try it at home, let us know what you think it tastes like. Because it's one where we're all kind of a little different on the taste. You can't like pinpoint it. I know. It's really hard to pinpoint. I'd be curious to hear what you guys think of it. So, so that is Try It Tuesday. We go from Try It Tuesday to Heads Up. And we want Caller 20 to call us right now at 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. First off, you're playing Heads Up, which is a lot of fun. Secondly, you're playing for a really cool prize. And this is a pretty exclusive prize, too. Every year for Life is Beautiful, Mix 94.1 has our sound house. This is where we have some of the artists that are performing at Life is Beautiful, and they perform for us in a cool, intimate setting. And this this year, it's happening at the Legacy Club at the Circa Resort and Casino. We have four three-day passes for you to join us at our downtown sound house at Legacy Club right now. Your passes, just be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner, get six answers in 60 seconds, and you will win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay, let's get our contestant and where is our contestant? Lily. Lily? Hello? Uh, Hi, Lily. You're Caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. Yeah. Nice. Let's do this. Let's get you into our exclusive sound house. Four three-day passes to our downtown sound house at Legacy Club at Circa uh, for Life is Beautiful weekend. Pick a category. Do you want to go with On Top of the World, Hollywood, Make It Rain, or Powder My Nose? Um... Make it rain. Make it rain. It is. Okay. Uh, National 401k day <laughs> is, <laughs> is on Saturday or is on Friday, rather. So these are all things that are associated with money. Okay. 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 Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, I'll pick you. Okay. Sounds good. All right, Lily. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct, and you win, and you start now. This is where you take your money to the what? The bank. Yes. Um, if it's not a coin, you're probably paying with a? A dollar bill. 
Dolly, yes. Yeah, Dolly. Um, this is where you go get your money from this thing where you put your PIN number in it. An ATM. Yes. Um, if you own your house, you usually pay one of these every month. A mortgage. Yes. Um, you want to make sure that you have one of these so you don't overspend. You set your own what? Uh, limit? Uh, a credit card? A card? No, let's pass. Um, if if I owe money, this means I am in this. In debt. Yes. Uh, you put your money in one of these and then put it in your pocket. A wallet. Yeah. 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 All right. Join us at our sound house. <laughs> uh, the excitement of it all. Sometimes it's, it's you get you on the radio. Process it sometimes, yeah. you know? <laughs> we'll have more of these passes to our sound house all week long. And speaking of life is beautiful. So next hour, right around 915, Craig Asher Nyman, he's the head of music and live performances for Life is Beautiful, is going to be in studio talking about this year's lineup, talking about the bands, the food, everything that's happening. And Craig is bringing tickets as well for us to give away. That happens at 915. Also 9 o'clock hour at 940. Joe. Jonas Brothers tickets for you. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. It's Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh and Chris Evans, like, or Chris Pine, rather. What is going on with this Don't Worry Darling premiere? There was such tension um, at the at the premiere of it. Did you see it? And then there's word that Harry might have spit on Chris Pine. Did you see that? Yeah, I just saw the headline. What Harry the Styles heck? spitting on Chris Pine. Was it they were goofing around? It's a serious thing. Was he angry at him and spit at the guy? I don't know. I'm so confused. Like, <laughs> what is happening? There's got to be more drama off screen than on screen on this movie. And I haven't even seen the movie yet. Have you ever been so angry that you spit at someone? <laughs> Not on purpose. Sometimes I <laughs> yeah, but never. And it's like, oh, <laughs> someone said to me once, "I asked for the news, not the weather." <laughs> <laughs> Say it, don't spray it. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I love living in this town. It's just and something about this is extra special. It's Las Vegas. It's such a special city that we live in, and I think everyone has that so Vegas moment where it's just like you kind of stop and realize, like, wow, this is very Vegasy. This is such a so Vegas moment. And I was talking to a buddy of mine over the weekend, and I. I had no idea this was the case, but his family moved here in the early 80s, like 84, 85. And his dad was an executive at the Desert Inn. And he moved here from New Jersey. And when they moved here, they were building their house in Green Valley. So they ended up living in the Desert Inn, the hotel, for like six months. And he's like, dude, it was awesome. Like, we lived in the hotel for six months. It was the coolest thing ever. He'd go out on the golf course and play. They had the best food. It was like, it was such an amazing experience. And like, that is such a so Vegas moment, living in an actual casino for six months. And one of the suites, he said, one of the rooms was one of the rooms that Howard Hughes had taken over when he was living inside the Desert Inn. I I think that that sounds like the most amazing experience for a child. But I wonder if his parents felt the same way. Well, his mom was there. I was talking to his mom, and she was telling me about having to go to the laundromat and stuff to do the yeah, laundry and everything. Yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. And then at one point, uh, their daughter was missing. And like, oh, where is she? And she like panicked, and she called security. And she saw security like go out into the golf course to find her and stuff. And so, yeah, I think as the adult, there's probably more that you'd probably rather be in a house with your kids instead of having to drive to school every day. But the kid side of it, living in a hotel casino, Ooh, amazing. That is definitely like a Vegasy thing, like living in a hotel. They always ask when you're, you know, from Vegas, 
what hotel do you live in? And this time he could have said, yeah, the Desert Inn. That's the hotel that I live in. What is your So Vegas moment? Do you have, I mean, I, I, one pops in my mind for you, but what is your So Vegas moment? For me? What is it the one that pops in for me? Wayne Newton at your wedding. Oh, yeah. That was definitely one. I was going to say uh, there is, an, and I think that you actually, um, yours has something to do with this too because I, I saw you or heard you talk about this before but there's a, a kid that goes to my daughter's school and her dad is an Elvis impersonator so every day she's dropped off with this guy by this guy that looks like Elvis are you kidding me yeah like it, he, it, it, I, I don't see him but my husband tells me about him he's like yeah like there's an Elvis impersonator that drops his kid off at school and it's just so cool to see him he's all Elvis out he's not wearing like the outfit but he's got he's like, the, the look, hair yeah. and, and the look and stuff and it's just I'm like does he wear Elvis clothes and he's like, no, sometimes he's wearing like joggers and a T-shirt, which is so weird to see like Elvis wearing stuff that's not Elvis inspired. Because you know? yeah, night he puts on the gimmick and he does his whole thing. But during the day, he's like everyone else. Yeah, because my, my like my very first So Vegas moment, I just moved to town and uh, I borrowed my buddy's car and I'm driving down Paradise Road by where the Hard Rock uh, was, Virgin Hotels now. And right in the middle of Paradise Road, there was a pink Cadillac broken down and there was an Elvis impersonator standing on the side of his broken down pink Cadillac. And this is within the first, within the first week of being in Las Vegas. I'm like, there's a lot, there's an Elvis impersonator in a pink Cadillac broken down in the middle of the street. That is so Vegas. Can any, can anyone else uh, give a, a so Vegas moment like that you had when you, maybe when you first got here, maybe just living here that anyone else that did not live here wouldn't be like in shock but you're like ah that's that's just vegas for you what is it 702-364-9400 steph you've been here a couple years now have you had a so vegas moment uh sort of yeah kind of going back to living in a hotel the first thing i did was live in a hotel Silverton and we stayed there for a month and it was fun. I loved staying at the Silverton. But yeah, you had we had to go to the laundry mat and do our laundry, but the food there was good. We loved the buffet. Maybe after a while it's like, all right, I'm ready to finally have my own bed. But I think the rule now here in Vegas is you can't live in a hotel or the same hotel room for more than 14 days. So we actually had to move rooms three times. Now that I think about it, yeah, three times or two times in the Silverton. And it was so nice. We were making friends with the bus, the people that were like moving our stuff. Um, but they're like, yeah, that's a new rule. You can't live in a hotel room more than 14 days here in Vegas. Oh, man. I wonder what what that's all about. Why they, they want to keep moving people around. Something with residencies or something like that. Yeah, because people come here for a long time and stay in a hotel room. That's interesting. That really is interesting. I didn't know about that rule. Um, Let's see. This one says, my my Vegas moment is taking my son to jujitsu, and Nicolas Cage was there with his child, sitting across from Nicolas Cage as parents, LOL. (laughs) I mean, that is really a so Vegas moment. Like... I, any other town? Oh my gosh! But you're just like, oh yeah, Nicholas Cage. He lives here. Yeah, you know? and he's We're taking our kids to jujitsu, and he's doing jujitsu too. Of all yeah. things, it's really cool. <laughs> I, or anytime you see like Carrot Top, or anytime you see a strip performer out and about, I think it's like, oh yeah, there's Carrot Top over there. That's very Vegasy. Yeah, and you don't even really bother him, or maybe you say hi or whatever. But it's like we we see him all the time, and my husband. This is so Vegas. My cousin, my husband doesn't even call him Carrot Top. He's like, they're Scott. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Scott. Scott. (laughs) You're that tight with him that you call him Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Good to see you again, buddy. Good to see you. Uh, Let's talk to Amy. Uh, Amy, what's your So Vegas moment? 
Well, it's actually not my moment, but my son, he goes to the University of Nevada, Reno, and when he was a freshman, the dorms um, had an explosion, so they had to come up with a backup plan for 1,300 students, and they lived at Circus Circus for their freshman year. Oh, wow. How was that? What did he think? He loved it. He had a granite countertops in the bathroom with a bathtub, 50-inch TV, free cable, free housekeeping. What's not to like? Yeah, seriously. Can we just continue living here for the rest of my college career? That sounds amazing. Where did you stay when you moved out here? Because when I came back to Vegas in 05 to, to work back here at the radio station, they put me up at the Imperial Palace. And we're there for about a week. We found we found an apartment rather quickly. When we, when we came for our interview, we were at the Imperial Palace, I believe. And then um, once it was determined that we were going to live here, I actually got an apartment right away. Yeah, I don't think I ever... I'm trying to think. I don't think I ever had to stay at a hotel. But, oh, man, we're getting a lot of different theories on the 14-day rule. This one says the 14-day rule came after the aftermath of October one. This one says the 14-day rule has to do with prostitution. And then uh, this one says you can't get a meth lab up and running in 14 days. Oh, okay. Oh, man. You guys are all over the place. I don't know which one to believe. <laughs> I really don't. All right. It's good to know. That's the rule, though. Yeah, you guys all have your different theories. I, I don't know which one is which. Now, next hour at 940, Jonas Brothers. We've got your tickets at 940, and up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for a us? A real-life Armageddon movie? Is that what's going to happen? We're going to talk about that coming up. Also, a new iPhone expected to be revealed. Why people are so excited about this one. And people that drink this are the best in bed. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Children, I have some exciting news. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. In just a few weeks, NASA is going to crash the $330 million DART robot spacecraft into an, the asteroid Dimorphos to see if they can deflect its orbit. Scientists say their observations of the impact are it's going to give them data on how well spacecraft can protect the Earth from an asteroid Armageddon. The half-ton probe is set to hit the asteroid at more than four miles per second or over 140,000 miles per hour on September 27th. Just like Armageddon. Yeah, this is just a test run, right? This is yeah, not, yeah, it's not we, coming towards we, Earth. We just want to see if it works, though, if the theory works. Yeah. If not, we need to find some guys that are uh, oil uh, diggers. From Texas or Houston, where are they from? Armageddon? I, I don't even know. <laughs> Let's take yeah, those guys. You guys that, go up there. Hey, <laughs> send them up. Yeah, we'll train you to be astronauts. It'll be funny. <laughs> and it'll make quite the movie. Yeah, that was a uh, that was intense. But yeah, but a three hundred thirty million dollar spacecraft into an asteroid seems like kind of a waste of money <laughs> you're literally spending all this to make it to go crash it but i guess you're going to learn a lot from it so maybe it's worth it in the end yeah we want to find out if it works and hopefully it does work if we're yeah, in that situation for sure also this morning uh get ready for a new look at your iphone um tomorrow is apple's big event at 10 a.m pacific and it's expected that four iPhone 14s and new Apple Watches will be unveiled. It's expected that the high-end models 
are going to be called Pro and Max, and that the company is going to be ditching the mini version. The devices are expected to be using the Apple-created A16 chip. And for those waiting, the anticipated the anticipated AR VR headset will not be released yet. But yeah, they say that uh, the new one, so much better than the last one, is coming out tomorrow, and uh, that it, it's really gonna take it to a new level. Do you still have all of your old iPhones? Yeah, we don't have every model, but we have like. One, two, three, four, five, and then they kind of went crazy. Yes, <laughs> and, and, uh, then, and then we were off our plan, and then you know I would get one, my my husband wouldn't, or then my husband would get one, and I wouldn't. And I haven't had a new phone in a really long time. Like I have a, I think I have like a ten or something. I don't know. It's been a while. So my husband told me that we're getting the new ones this go round, and I was like, I don't, honestly, I don't need it. I, I all I do is take pictures and do social media on my phone. I don't even talk on my phone. So, you know, and text, that's it. I'm the same way. Um, in, and as far as, yeah, we, I have, though my wife has given some of our old phones, like her mom and her brother and stuff. So, but we normally just keep our phones. I don't chuck them or, or do anything with them, but I'm the same way. You see these commercials for iPhones that people are making movies and I don't know, they're inventing things. I'm like, I just, yeah, I take pictures. I look at Instagram and I send text messages. That's it. There's, I don't use my phone for all its for, for all its power in my hands. I don't use it that much. I know. Well, and I, I have to say, the cameras on the phones they just keep getting better yeah. and better and better. So that's that's a cool thing. But um, yeah, I mean, you don't need a great picture of my spaghetti. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all my food pictures. Well, you I can don't. turn in a whole movie with the iPhone, you know, and then apps to rate my spaghetti. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, check out this. I mean, that is a high quality camera. She took this spaghetti picture with. <laughs> spaghetti um, sounds good right now. By the way, I just saw in. in I follow, speaking of Instagram, um, this account called the Food Dolls, and they just, that's why I have it on my brain, because I'm going to try to make it this week. They always have, like, these really easy recipes, and they just posted a recipe for one pot spaghetti, and I was like, oh, that looks so easy and so good. I'm totally making one pot spaghetti. What was that noise? The foodies? That was them. The food dolls. have to make it happen. So cook your ground beef with some onions, spices, and herbs. Take your pot-sized spaghetti marinara and some broth. Bring it to a boil and reduce the heat. And once it's done, you're going to give it a nice good mix so it gets nice and saucy. Look at the sauciness. And that is it. Dinner is done in 25 minutes. Whoa, 25 mm. minutes for one pot spaghetti? I'm there, food dolls. I'm there. We bring some in for lunch. You know I like my <laughs> pasta for lunch. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, finally this morning, not everyone has switched over into fall. And if you're still clinging on to summer, there's a new poll on fancy adult beverages at the beach. Uh, around 2,000 people were polled, and 17% say the best alcoholic drink at the beach is beer. Margaritas and wine are tied for second, followed by daiquiris and Bloody Marys. But people say that they the best flavored beach drinks involve pineapple, strawberries second, followed by coconut and watermelon. Now, here are some other things that the poll found. People who drink mojitos and margaritas are most likely to have the best sex. Beer drinkers, they're the most extroverted while Bloody Mary drinkers are the most adventurous and are most likely to say yes to everything. Whoa. <laughs> Margarita fans are more introverted. People who prefer sangria are the most likely to have at least five friends. <laughs> <laughs> and the people who drink a sex on the beach cocktails are the most likely to suggest watching a horror movie. Horror. 
Okay. I had a mo- mojito run about 10 years ago until I got sick off them and I stopped drinking them. And same with sangria. Just too much. How did you get sick just drinking too many of them? Yes, yeah, so we had just moved to our new house on the west side of town. And the Albertsons that I went to for the first time, they had like a pre-mojito mix. All you had to do was, you know, just add ice and everything else is all there. I'm like, oh, oh mojito. And I had one I'm like, wow, this is good. It really just, you know, then I went back to the following Friday. I had like three. It was just way too much. My, too much sugar. And I woke up the next morning just so sick off those mojitos. And that was the last time I had a mojito. Well, it's, uh, it might be time. Maybe that was the last time you had a good sex life, too, according <laughs> to this. <laughs> and it was the last time Lauren had great sex. It was back in 2010. Darn it. I need to go back. I need yeah, to go back to my Cuban roots. Start drinking them again. Woo. So Craig Asher Nyman, he's the head of music and live performances for Life is Beautiful. He's going to join us in studio in about 15 minutes, talk about this year's lineup, this year's festival, and he's bringing tickets for us to give to you. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. Okay, it is the biggest event in Vegas every year. The one I look forward to the most. We're talking about Life is Beautiful, September 16th through the 18th. And the man in charge of the music and live performances, Craig Asher Nyman, is here. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, you are you are going through some craziness right now, but a good crazy, right? Only the best. Yeah. I'm so excited about the lineups this year. What? Every year, they just get better and better, and there's just so many, like, huge acts that are going to be in town this this year. Yeah, what? I guess maybe I can turn the tables on you guys, and what uh, what acts are you most excited about? This I'm year? excited about Beach House, Migos, and Jack Harlow. Okay. Those are mine. JC. Calvin Harris. Yep. Lord. Yeah. And who's our throwback band this year? Shaggy. Shaggy! Shaggy! Big boy from Outcast. Do you really? Yeah. See, I, I, I like the throwback stuff. You guys always have great throwback artists. Big boy is going to be great, though. I mean, we had Outcast in 2014, so getting uh, one half of them back on site is going to be a lot of fun. Oh. How, how do you do it? Like, every year, you guys one-up yourselves every year. How do you do it? Once once the show is over, do you sit there like a whiteboard and write down your dream list of bands and performers? Uh, to be honest, we're already working on 2023. But, um, no, I work with a really fantastic team, uh, a small group of us. Uh, we have a partner up in the Bay and another Planet Entertainment, and then... Them and us, uh, we sit there and we start headliners down and we work to kind of create uh, the best multi-genre lineup that we can. Try to cross uh, every everything that we can in terms of like what our fans really want, what's buzzy, what we feel like is going to hit in September. I mean, if you look at the lineup now, Arctic Monkeys just dropped a new song last week. They announced the new album coming out. Calvin Harris just put out a new album this summer. Gorillaz, um just debuted a song with Tim and Paula. That single should be coming out very soon. So if you look at the timing on things, mm-hmm. it's really hitting right now. And I think overall, when people come to the show in a couple weeks, it's going to be fantastic. You know what I really like, too, is that you guys highlight a lot of up-and-coming acts that maybe don't have like the huge draws yet. And I think a lot of your up-and-coming acts did become bigger acts. Do you have some examples of some that started out on a smaller stage and now they're just bigger, bigger acts? Oh, that... Absolutely, since the beginning. I think this year, though, in terms of some smaller acts to really pay attention to, you have a band like Wet Leg, who seemingly came out of nowhere. It's two girls from Isle of Wight, uh-huh. and they're probably the best up-and-coming indie band of the year, just taking it just by storm. You look at someone like Sam Fender, if listeners are li- not listening to him, put it on play right after. Yeah. It's like, that guy is going to be an absolute superstar. 
And then the food alone, too. I mean, just the food itself. It, it, sometimes there's, there's points where my wife and my friends want to see a certain act. I'm like, ah, and then I just go all in on the food. I keep joking with everyone in the office. I was like, look, if you really need to find me this year, <laughs> I'm not going to be watching any music. I'm going to be at the pizzeria. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, like, we have the best pizza chefs in the city. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone's going to be, uh, each day the lineup changes, 200 pies. Once it's done, it's done. So you want to come early. And get one. So, I mean, it's going to be a full on like it's going to like you're going to walk out there outside and watch this like outdoor live pizza cooking happening and just like the best bites of it. Really cool drinks too, mixologists, bars, just everything. Yeah, we offer a, a lot of really cool things for fans to do that are with the cost of admission. So like if you're 21 plus, we have cocktail school. You can sign up and go in and, and learn from one of a uh, master mixologist or a brand ambassador and how what goes into the cocktails and then go back out on site and all of our bars, we have a great uh, batching program to have the greatest specialty cocktails. We've done it for a decade now and I really think like from a culinary perspective, highlighting as many of like our local favorites in town, as well as having, you know, the, the live cooking portions too. And then you yeah, had the cocktail school. It's like, it's really like a food festival inside of a music festival. Too. It's, I look so forward to this event every year. If you want to go, you can buy tickets. Lifeisbeautiful.com. Are they still available? Yeah, GA tickets still available. Okay. GA still be sold out. Oh, all right. So if you want to go though, lifeisbeautiful.com. And we're giving away a pair right now? That's what I was told. Oh, okay, so Steph, come here. What are we giving away uh, exactly? We are giving away a pair of three-day GA tickets. Oh, my gosh. Was that Caller 20? Caller 20. <laughs> right now, 702-364-9400. If you want to experience the best music festival in town. Life is beautiful. We've got your passes right now. Thank you for coming on, Craig. Thanks for having me. Great to see Appreciate you. Appreciate it, buddy. See you in two weeks. Absolutely. Hey. That's Bruno Mars, and this is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Hey, Sarah. Hello. Good morning. You are caller 20. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am so excited. It's my husband's birthday weekend. So, oh, my God. I oh. can't even believe I won. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Perfect way to celebrate. We have two three-day general admission passes for you to check out Life is Beautiful downtown. We're talking about access to four stages, culinary villages, the comedy and idea showcases, art experiences, and then don't forget about the food, of course. Oh my god, yeah, that's one of my favorite parts is all of this cool food down there. But oh my god, I've never been, so I am so excited. Oh, you're gonna have a blast, Sarah. Hold on one second. Congratulations and happy uh, early birthday to your husband. So you are all set. Now, the winning continues this morning. Coming up, 940, your tickets to see Jonas Brothers. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. The weekend is trending. He uh, is not having a great weekend. Uh, he canceled his concert in L.A. on Saturday, three and a half songs in. He was performing Can't Feel My Face when he lost his voice. He told the audience, I personally want to apologize to you guys. I don't know what happened when I screamed, but I just lost my voice. I don't want to stop the show, but I can't give you the concert I want to give you right now. He also apologized on social media, saying, my voice went out during this first song. 
wrong. I'm devastated. Felt it go and my heart dropped. My deepest apologies to my fans here. I promise I'll make it up to you with a new date. Oh, so it went out during the first song. He tried to continue a couple other songs and just realized he can't do it. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. It, it is. It's a bummer for everyone, especially you know, you, you're a huge fan. You buy tickets. You go out there. You know, you go to see your favorite artist play and then they got to cancel the show. But at the same time, what's he going to do? Yeah, exactly. There's just a, it's not like he can have a, a stand in and do his stuff. I mean, I mean, he could, but who's going to stay around for that? So that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is rude cities. Now, if you travel regularly, maybe you have an opinion on what what city has the rudest locals. But there's a new study out and it asked people that live in these cities in America whether or not their own city is rude. And based on the feedback, uh, the rudest city, according to its own residents, is Philadelphia. Philadelphia is the rudest city, according to Philadelphians. <laughs> That's the best. They know, they know their city. Yeah. Well, their local newspaper, the Philadelphia Inquirer, says that Philly is not rude. It is just honest and straightforward. So don't get it twisted. It, it, there's a difference there. Coming in at number two for the rudest cities is Memphis, uh, followed by New York City, Las Vegas, and Boston. I mean, Eagles fans throw snowballs at Santa Claus. What's being honest about that? That's just flat out rude. That's kind of rude. That's it is, yeah, I you have know? to admit. I, I've never been before, but it is called the City of Brotherly Love, so I'm kind of surprised they were the rudest, uh, you know. Uh, I guess I guess if the people live there and they say so, then I'm going to believe them. Yeah, I'm not going to second guess this. I grew yeah. up in that area, spent 20 years of my life there, so yeah, it's uh, <laughs> there's some there's definitely some honest people there in Philly. That's, uh, that's funny. The, the most polite city was Austin. Uh, Texas. So if maybe you have the choice between the two, maybe you go with uh, Austin instead. Uh, finally, this morning, Stephen King is trending and Dish Network. They're currently taking applications to pay someone $1,300 to watch 13 Stephen King movies by Halloween. If you're interested, you can apply at usdish.com. But to hype the gig, they used Google Trends to determine the most searched Stephen King movie in each state. And here are the results. The scariest movie in Nevada and 11 other states was deemed to be It Chapter 2. Just talking about Stephen King movies only. Uh, The 2017 version of It was tops in eight states and Misery and The Mist tied for third with seven states each. There's an It escape room opening this Halloween. No, thank you. I will pass on that one. Oh, out of all those. Oh, do we find the walkie-talkie audio, by the way, from The Shining? Steph, did you put that in? No, we don't have it. Oh, we were talking about that earlier, that awful audio from The Shining. Over. Over. (laughs) That's basically it for you. And that's what's trending. Jonas Brothers. We've got your tickets coming up here in just about 12 minutes. So don't go anywhere. It's Mix 94.1. Phones are on fire right now. And I think I know why. Let's talk to Marley's. Good morning. Hi, good morning. You are caller 20. Yeah. Yay, I'm excited. My kids are going to be thrilled. Oh, you're going to have a great time. The Jonas Brothers back in Vegas, live in Las Vegas at Dolby Live at Park MGM. You're going to go see them in November. Congratulations. That is so awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Marlies. Hold on one second, and we'll get your information. We have these tickets for you all week long, so if you didn't get them, don't worry. 740 and 940 tomorrow morning, we've got your tickets, and in fact, Heather has a pair for you this afternoon in the 5 o'clock hour. Hey, 
Ed Sheeran on Mix 94.1. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us. If you missed any part of the show, hey, download our podcast. You can uh, check that out wherever you get your podcasts. You can get it on our website, Mix941.fm, on our Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. So you can always know what's going on on the show. We are headed out the door. Steph is actually going to hang out with you for your work day. She's filling in for J-Love today. So make sure you keep it here. And right now it is time for the line of the day. Many polls say that The Shining is one of the scariest movies of all time. And looking back at it now, back at the movie now, one of the most painful scenes of all time is, it wasn't like a bloody bathtub scene. It's not that. The most painful scene from that movie was the CB radio scene. I found it. Oh. Well, it's not playing. Oh, <laughs> well, it's a sign. Who's the sign from That's God? It's a sign. Like, yeah. hey, we're not going to make you listen to this. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Here it, here it is. It's ready now. KDK 12 to KDK 1. This is KDK 1. We're receiving you. Over. Hi, this is Wendy Torrance at the Overlook Hotel. Hi, how are you folks getting on up there? Over. Oh, we're just fine. But our telephones don't seem to be doing too well. Are the lines down by any chance? Over. This scene goes on for two minutes. Oh, my gosh. I just, even that 30 seconds of it, I was like, get me out of here, please. Over. (laughs) This show is over. (laughs) And that'll do it for show number 1689 of Mercedes in the Morning. Over. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.